Well Within Reach is brought to you by Riverside MyChart, your simple, secure, and confidential online health connection. With just a click, Riverside MyChart lets you stay well connected to the same information your doctor sees. You can request prescription refills, pay your bills, schedule your next appointment, and more. Manage your care from your laptop, tablet, or phone. Whether for yourself, your kids, or the grandparents, MyChart makes your busy life just a little easier. Learn more and enroll today at RiversideMyChart.org. Just another way to stay well connected from Riverside Healthcare. Riverside Healthcare puts the health and wellness information you need well within reach. This is the Well Within Reach podcast. I'm Carl Maronich, and with us today is Amy Warburton. Amy is the Riverside Lung Nodule Clinic Patient Navigator. Amy, that's a mouthful of a title. First of all, welcome. Thank you for having me. Tell us what the Lung Nodule Clinic Patient Navigator does. Well, on a daily basis, I follow lung nodules. Um, Patients come in, they may come in through the ER and have some radiology testing completed. And if a lung nodule is detected, I make sure that they get the proper follow-up from their physician. Also, we do lung cancer screenings at our facility and for those facilities, we make, or for those procedures, we make sure that they get the follow-up that they needed and they come back when they need for their schedule. Yeah. So let's talk about lung nodules. You can take those off. Okay. Um, so as you said, if somebody comes in, you know, I, I break my arm or my shoulder or something and I'm, I'm in the ER and I have an x-ray, suddenly on that x-ray they say, hmm, in your lungs you've got this little spot. Or Is that how a nodule would appear in an x-ray? So usually on an x-ray we can see some nodules. Most of them are diagnosed from a CT scan. And then the radiologist will read the scan, and from there if a nodule is detected, he'll give it a classification on what it looks like. Um, Most nodules are benign, meaning there's nothing going on with the nodule, but we want to look for the ones that may look irregular and need some follow-up completed. Now, the scene that I depicted was kind of an, you find it by accident kind of thing. But if somebody specifically is having, a, they're, they're coughing a lot or they're having kind of lung issues, then they would come in and, and, and get a, an x-ray or some sort of scan to, to test for them? Yeah. So if a patient comes in and they're having some sort of problem, generally they'll order a chest x-ray and then maybe a CT for a follow-up. And then the provider from there will go depending on what that shows. Yeah. So I would guess there are referrals from primary care doctors as folks go to them for some issue that might come up and then then they get referred on that way. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's correct. Um, So let's talk a little bit about uh, all that you do with the comprehensive lung cancer screening program. So this would be looking at nodules and then seeing if they are cancerous or or how does the process work? So a lung cancer screening is a low-dose CT of your chest. Um, patients come in, they can be physician referred or self referred. They come in, they have a CT of their chest completed. And then from there, um, they lay down on a table, they go in and out. It takes all of just a few minutes, a simple painless test. After that, the radiologist will read the exam and determine whether or not a nodule is present. It's similar to a patient coming in and getting screened for their annual mammogram. Okay. I mean, you come in, you just check to see what's going on. Mostly the first time you have a screening done, it's just a baseline of your chest. You right. see what's going on, if there's any abnormalities or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, then you can watch those over time and see if they change Correct. in any way. You have that baseline to, to go mm-hmm. from. Now, who would be a candidate for getting a, a screening to begin with? Uh, a screening exam, there are guidelines that we follow. Here at Riverside, we follow the Medicare guidelines, which are 55 to 77 
Um, you must be a current smoker or a former smoker. If you're a former smoker, you must quit 15 years or less and then also have a 30-pack year history of smoking. So 30-pack years, people say, well, what is that? That's somebody who smokes two packs a day for 15 years or um, one pack a day for 30 years. Yeah. Or three and a half packs. Well, I can't do all that <laughs> math, but, but basically that's that's what it is if Correct. you've been smoking. And um, and those those folks are candidates to have to be to have the the lung cancer screening. That's right. Screening. Those are the individuals that are at high risk mm-hmm. that we're looking to get in for the screening program. Yeah. And are there others who would? I know we we talked before we got on the air here about radon, which is a a cause of lung cancer can be. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do you screen those individuals, or are there parameters for those for folks who may be have been exposed to radon? So radon is actually part of the process. It's one of the high risk factors, but it does not limit you to be excluded from included or excluded from the criteria of being screened. Mm-hmm. How do how do folks know whether they've had radon exposure? So radon is an odorless gas that's usually found in people's homes. Um, you really don't know if you have it in your home unless if your home's been tested. Um, you can get a test just from a general store, um, any Lowe's, Home Depot, any sort of mm. hardware store usually carries those. I believe the county health department also provides radon testing kits. Sometimes um, you can get them through your local department. Yeah. Um, it depends on their availability. I see. So, but that's an option you could check with. Mm-hmm. Go online, just Google radon testing kits, and I'm sure you'll find a lot of options yep, that you can find correct. out. Now, let's talk more about that individual who's, who's come in, had the baseline screening. Um, and maybe they don't find anything then, but they, they want to continue to look. How does that process work? So as long as you meet the guidelines that are currently set by um, the federal guidelines, you can have an annual screening. So a patient could potentially have a screening from the ages 55 to 77 as long as they meet those guidelines. And if in those screenings uh, something is found to be a little concerning, what, what happens at that point? So if a patient comes in and they do find a nodule, depending on the nodule's characteristics is how you would follow up. Some we may just say come back in a few months and we'll rescan you again and see if it's grown or have done anything. Some of them we need a little bit more of aggressive treatment. Um, do an alternate test at this um, within a couple weeks from your screening or even do a biopsy. Oh. Now, you, you mentioned the criteria, you know, having, and, and I think one of the first things you said was having quit smoking 15 years or, or less mm-hmm. more recently than that. So it, it, is an active smoker, are they eligible? Yes. If you're a current smoker, you can have a lung okay. cancer screening. At the time of screening, we do encourage you to quit smoking. I was um, going to say, probably that's the first thing you say. Yes. If you're a current smoker, you really should. Yeah. Con- and. When we do screenings, we do have a respiratory therapist on site some of the time to go over smoking cessation with you, um, or it's available at any time. You can call and talk to any of our respiratory techs about smoking cessation, and we do offer other alternatives online um, through our website that you can find smoking cessation advice. Well, obviously, the lungs are much improved if you quit smoking, obviously, but so many other health issues are related to smoking that... Mm -hmm. uh, Quitting smoking is, is the first step 
to better health, certainly, if you're, if you're a current smoker. Exactly. Um, tell a little bit, talk a little bit about folks who have come in. Maybe someone has recommended they come in. They came in kind of reluctantly to do this, but have found something. And, and, and you get some great success stories for people who may not have realized they had a problem, but suddenly they, they, they're able to catch it early, which is always the key with, with cancer. Yeah, with lung cancer screening, the goal is to catch it early. Um, lung cancer is a leading cause of death. Um, every day, 422 Americans die of lung cancer. Mm. That's more than prostate cancer, breast cancer, and colon cancer combined. So early detection is really key. Oh, so I'm, I'm sure you've been able to, to reassure a lot of people that they're they're okay or been able to get them help early, which allows them to, to increase the likelihood that they're going to have a better outcome. That's got to be very rewarding. It is. Patients are very thankful. They come in. Um, some patients, they come in, they say they're very nervous to have the scan done. Yeah. Some are reluctant. And I would ask um, some females and say, well, have you had your mammogram? Well, of course I have. I go, think of it similar to a mammogram. It's very scary until you do it. And then once you find out from the results that everything is normal or what the baseline looks like, it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. It's a very quick, painless test. And when patients get done, they always say, that was easy. Sure, yeah. I think human nature is kind of to to not want to think about the potential of something bad. So if you don't know, then you don't know bad news. But if you don't know, then you can't make improvements and, Correct. and try to improve the situation as you just outlined. So mm-hmm. detection early is always the key. So if you fall in the category of, of being eligible for this, you definitely uh, want to make sure you get it taken care of. And what should somebody do that's hearing this and they realize, yeah, I, I've, I've been smoke, I quit smoking. I want to make sure I'm healthy. I want to get a screening. What should they do? Um, they can go to their primary care physician. They can talk to their physician to see if they would be eligible for screening. They can go on our website. Um, they also can call our scheduling department or me to see if they would qualify, and we can talk about some of their risk factors and go over if they would be eligible for the screening. Yeah. All that information available on the Riverside website. So yes, folks absolutely. go there, they can get that information as well. Mm-hmm. Amy, you did a great job. Well, thank you. Thanks so much for sharing the information about the lung screening program. Thank you for having me.